Hello, friends. Welcome to All Things Skin. Dr. Missy Clifton here with Certified Dermatology PA and Master Aesthetic Injector, Kara Richardson. Welcome, Kara. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So today we're talking about aging gracefully, naturally, and slowly throughout every decade of life. Over the last 20 years, I have been seeing patients. Most come in to see me when they are starting to see fine lines and volume loss. For example, I got serious about skin rejuvenation process in my late 20s. But the younger generations are really ahead of the game these days. And they aren't really waiting around for the aging process to start. No, not at all. (laughs) It's kind of brilliant, actually. (laughs) Yes. I have a 21-year-old daughter who is very into products and treatments that will prevent the aging process way earlier than I ever thought about it. Even my 15-year-old daughter is obsessed with skin skin care. Um, And I call this focus prejuvenation. I like it. Versus rejuvenation. This generation is super smart. Um, and they realize that if you can slow or reverse early damage and prejuvenate the skin, that you're really way ahead of the game. Uh, but if you didn't start early on, like most of us, I started late too. <laughs> never fear. There are injectables to rejuvenate you at every stage of the aging process. So, Kara, let's discuss what's happening at each age and what we can do as injectors to pre or rejuvenate ourselves and our patients. Okay. So, 20s? Yeah. I let's mean, start there. Okay. I mean, like, it's everything, you know, we start to see just the beginnings of the aging process. Um, everybody's different in how much sun they've had over the years and what they're you know, dealing with or, or seeing in those early 20s. Um, yeah, but patients this day and age in their 20s are super aware of how they look, more than we did oh, back in sure. those age. Because of Snapchat and mm. TikTok and um, Zoom calls and all of the things uh, that have them looking at themselves all the time. And my kids are constantly putting filters, you know, on to see what would I look like if I didn't have that line or I didn't have that wrinkle. And most of these patients come in with um, with things that they want rather than necessarily things that they need. Yes, exactly. Um, a lot of young women coming in and telling me they want their lips plumped or redefined. Um, they don't like these fine lines that they're seeing between their eyes or on their forehead or around their crow's feet. So um, are you seeing that same kind of thing, Kara? So much. And, you know, some of them, you want to shake them and tell them they're beautiful and they don't need a thing. (laughs) But you can't always, you know, there are things that that they see that you do want to help them with. And I think it's important that it be minimal in the 20s. Let's don't overdo it, you know. Lips that look good on Snapchat or Instagram may not look good in person. I mean, I make the joke a lot that the lips should not walk in the room before you do. Absolutely. So I think for 20s, you know, I love the idea of baby Botox and just a sprinkle to soften maybe the line that they're seeing or brighten the eyes in the photographs. But we don't, again, need to be that glass forehead, non-expressioned face. It really needs to be natural. And you're beautiful in your 20s. Enjoy it. I mean, we can do some prevention, but it doesn't need to be overdone. Yeah, just a little enhancement, a little smoothing. Get them hooked on some skincare and some sunscreen. Exactly. And I think, you know, even there's some new products out that help with, that, you know, can act like Botox, that you can just apply like a revision line relaxer 
and really get that effect without having one, the cost and, and just starting that early and, and it not being necessary. Absolutely. And Kara, a lot of us that do Botox and other neurotoxins, we use that, that product, uh, the line relaxer because oh, it helps every to, day. Yeah. It, it helps to make your, your neurotoxin work better and mm-hmm. even potentially work longer. Yes. So that's the Revox line relaxer and we're all pretty, yes. we're all pretty addicted to it. It is for those little teeny tiny lines that sometimes Botox doesn't fully correct. It can be the difference. It definitely can be. Well, so now that we've talked about baby Botox, <laughs> uh, let's move into the thirties. Okay. Um, collagen loss really starts picking up in the 30s. Collagen breaks down, as does elastic tissue, and we start losing hyaluronic acid, which um, is the substance that's naturally in our skin that holds water and supports our collagen. We start getting laxity around the eyes and the jaw um, because we're starting to lose a little bit of bone, very gradually starting in the 30s. Um, and that leads to drooping of the cheek fat pads, um, hallowing around the eyes, uh, a more pronounced nasolabial fold and jowl, um, and our muscles of facial expression start looking more prominent as we lose collagen. Um, so, so you know, those lines and wrinkles get a little deeper. Even our lashes and our brows start getting thinner. Sad. It really is. <laughs> uh, I started doing medical-grade skincare really full throttle in my 30s. But yes. Started a little filler. Definitely, I was already doing Botox. Um, and I even had my first um, injection with Sculptra, which yeah. was which is a stimulator to rebuild um, collagen in my 30s. Um, so what do you see your 30-year-old patients concerned about, and how are you addressing their concerns, Kara? So I feel like, it, you know, my 30s, it 30-year-old patients, it's very common for them to come in and say, my Botox is not enough. And mm-hmm. they don't really know what that means. So what they're seeing is more shadows than they have really had in the past. And so we're losing a lot of those areas of light reflection. So it is really when the transition begins to talk about, you know, your fillers. And typically, HA fillers are going to be enough. But there are those people who need more volume and need a, a stimulator like Sculptra. But I think that's the the point where they really notice that their that volume loss is creating other things that are dislike, whether it's dark, you know, hollow eyes or tired eyes, or seeing the jowls as I hear more and more because we're all focused on our jawline these days. Um, and coming from a girl who was not blessed with a jawline, I get it. So, you know, we can really just make someone feel better by lifting that face back up. Oh, that's really true. And, you know, Kara, it's so interesting. You've always hated your jawline for as long as I've known you. And since you've had filler in your chin, it's been a game changer it for is. you. It really, really is. And so now that's what's so exciting is that we have so many different treatment options. Um, and we can really define a jawline or give someone a chin that yes. doesn't have a chin without a surgical implant. And yeah. a chin is, it's it's a game changer yes. for and people, especially for women who don't have much of a chin or for men who, who lose that chin or that really defined jaw. Um, that can really make a difference. And the 30s are when we really start to see these things happening yeah. for people. Like you said, that little bit of bone loss matters in that jawline and you can really see it. And with photographs the way they are now and always just too many of them in my, for me, for me personally, I don't love a photograph um, that can really help. So absolutely. And I started using Latisse in my thirties yes. as well. 
um, and still use it all the time. So Latisse uh, is a prostaglandin drop uh, that you can put along the lash line, um, off-label. You can put it other places like eyebrows, which I do on the regular. Me too. Because um, I, uh, I had amazing Brooke Shields eyebrows in the 80s, and then I got overzealous with my plucking in the uh-huh. 90s. Um, so now I'm trying to get some of those brows uh, back with my Latisse, and it, it works. Yeah, another amazing moment when someone figured out that Ed product that was used for medical reasons could be used in the cosmetic world. Absolutely. They were using this drop for people with glaucoma and they realized that their eyelashes started growing like crazy. And so now we have it that we can put on topically and, you know, it's just, I love all these magical little discoveries. All right. So now let's go onward into the forties and I'm hanging on to this decade by a thread. (laughs) You're looking amazing doing it. Well, you're sweet. I turned 49 this year. Oh, goodness. So here's what's happening anatomically this decade. We're getting more fat pad loss. We're starting to lose more and more bone, especially around the eyes, making our orbit look bigger. And at that point, the fat that used to be tucked behind our orbital rim is bulging and we get bags under our eyes. Um, Our cheeks continue to fall, causing us to have uh, deeper wrinkles like nasolabial folds and marionette lines and more prominent jowls. Um, The bone of the skin continues to, uh, let's start again, the bone of the bone of the skin. (laughs) That's a good one. The bone of the chin starts to resorb a little bit more, and uh, the jowl and neck start sagging quite a bit, and that's really not fun. We really don't like that that little profile that's not sharp and even like it used to be. Um, so in this decade, it's really time to get busy with trying to replace collagen where it's being lost and try to resuspend those fat pads of the face to a more youthful lateral and superior place. Kara, tell me some of the things that you like to do um, for these patients. You know, I think in the 40s, me being 41, um, it's you start to really care, too, about that tone of your skin. It's not just about the volume and the reducing the wrinkles. It's how is that skin tone? You know, probably start talking more about procedures beyond just a hydrofacial, something that's just cleansing to the skin. We want to reverse maybe some redness or some discoloration and and keep our, our skincare game really high so that we can keep those results from those procedures. Yeah. Um, and I feel like tightening. I mean, we start talking about how we're going to tighten it. You can't just plump it to the point that you have, you know, the, none of those wrinkles because that's when people start to look like, some of those Hollywoods that get, make people fear the fillers. Exactly. Way too overdone. Way too overdone. So, yeah, I started in this decade, I started doing microneedling with skin pen. Um, I've even done Morpheus uh, to tighten my skin of my face and neck. Uh, I've done quite a bit of BBL. I yeah. love BBL. Yes. Um, which is broadband light, and it really gets rid of the reds and the browns in the skin, and it also really stimulates collagen production. So it kind of goes really beautifully hand in hand yeah. uh, with some of the fillers and things we do. I think the other thing to mention, too, is this is sometimes where we're using Kybella. 
you know, the fat reducers, which is an injectable, um, that can help reduce the pocket of fat that we many times have underneath, many times have underneath our chin. Yes. Um, and I feel like that helps to keep that jawline more sculpted too. So. Absolutely. And you've really gotten into using a lot of Kybella with I your did. fillers, Karen. Your patients are loving it. And I think it does. You know, we try to, we try to lift everything, but if you have that fat pocket underneath and around those jowls, there, you're not going to be able to get that really correction to the jawline unless you address the fat itself. Yeah. And it makes sense. You're already injecting the yes. skin. Why not inject the fat at the same time? Yes. And then try to gradually just eliminate that as you're lifting and plumping everything else. Because necks are also on the rise of everybody, you know, your face can be wrinkle free and, and even toned, but if your neck has still got that crepey skin, we're in, you're, you're not feeling good about it. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Okay, so now let's talk about the 50s and beyond. Oh, it's, <laughs> I don't know if you get this all the time, but my 50s and older, I feel like that's um, a big part of theirs is they don't want to, they'll say, I don't want to look 30. I just don't want to look my age. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we do a really good job with this age group Um, because these patients, they come in and they, they know what they, what they want. They want their skin to look really healthy. They want to look lifted. They want to have no real deep lines and wrinkles, but they also don't want to look fake Mm -hmm. or overdone and they don't want to look plastic like they can't move. So they're a really fun age group to work with. Um, because in the fifties, the aging process really does accelerate. Um, we do see more of that bone loss and sagging and crepey skin and lip lines and bony hands and sun damage and discoloration. Um, and the skin also becomes thinner and more fragile. So we have to be careful with the fillers that we use so that you don't see the lumps and bumps underneath the skin of this, of this age group. Um, so it really does become kind of an art even more as we mm-hmm. age um, to kind of mix and match those injectable treatments, those stimulatory treatments um, with skin care, with procedures um, to really address the person's skin as a whole and their volume loss as a whole and give them a really, really natural result. So compare, you know, toxin, filler, collagen in this age group and, and kind of how, how you're using it for these people. Uh, to your point, I think we're using all of it. You know, it, it's an age group that requires a, a very wide toolbox that's going to give address different things. It's also sometimes a more often, a patient that I see more often because... Right. They, we don't want to do it all in one swoop. It's not just you need your glabella lines fixed every three to four months. We're doing lots of different things to keep that skin bright, that, you know, the appearance and expressions minimized, but still natural. And so sometimes that means a little along the way instead of a lot in one big treatment. It's also the time when we talk about those bigger procedures that you're doing. Yes. You know, if if we're not getting the results that we want from those injectables, then we need to talk about a laser resurfacing that's going to give tightening along with it that we probably can't get with our injectables. Yeah, and the eye area is a huge area too. Yes. Um, so we end up doing a lot of, of eye surgery and blepharoplasty. So, um, yeah, those are 
the, the halo and the blepharoplasty are my two favorite procedures, and I'm the I'm the old lady of the practice that really is the only one so far doing those. Um, but blepharoplasty is a game changer for people. Um, when that upper eyelid skin just starts to become too lax and there's no amount of filler or Botox that's lifting that up, just surgically removing with a, a laser uh, this tiny little piece of skin and then stitching that, that those edges back together just really opens the eye and takes so many decades off yes. of the eye area. And a lot of times if patients are having that really bulging fat pad under the eye, we can actually pull the eyelid down, make a little incision, remove that fat, no scarring. Which is so cool. And it is just a huge game changer for people. I have so many people coming in, both women and men in their 50s and beyond, who say, you know, everybody just says I look tired all the time. And I'm not tired. Yeah. I want them to quit thinking that I look tired. And, you know, we do these procedures and it's a game changer for them. They look younger. They feel peppier. No one thinks they're tired. No one's you know, yeah. putting them in an older category than they are, which a lot of our business people really want to keep looking that, oh, yeah. looking as young as they feel and as they are. Yeah. Um, so that's been huge. And then a lot of our patients, you know, you get to the point, they've had some damage over 50 years and, you know, it doesn't matter how much BBL you do or how much microneedling you do. There's really deep lines and wrinkles and there's lots of sun damage often their skin cancers and precancerous yeah. changes of their skin. And those patients are really, the, they're the ones that, that benefit from what I call halo repair, which is a deep herbian resurfacing of the skin. It's an herbium laser. And we can take off layers. We can take off superficial layers, and then we can take off much deeper layers. And we can also tighten the skin. Um, and it is incredible the results we oh, can get. They're amazing. I mean, they really are amazing. And people love it. I mean, it's if you're that person who wants that that one and and kind of address everything one and done, it's it's the the thing to have done for sure. It absolutely. And I will is. eventually have it done. Well, we all will, Kara. <laughs> Just keep staying in this industry. Things are just going to keep getting better. Um, and then my newest little toy that I absolutely love that's not as invasive as the Halo um, that I do com- a lot of times combine with blepharoplasty of the upper eyelid is called Plasma IQ because I can use it if somebody just has crepey skin on their under eye. I can use that just on the under eye, and it will smooth everything beautifully yes. there. And I love it for, for jaw lines. I love it for crepey skin. Um, and it's a new device that literally vaporizes columns of tissue. So it's like taking out skin without cutting. Yes. And it's about a week of downtime. Yeah. You can actually even put makeup on it three days. Um, so it's so exciting, uh, the new technologies we have. And I just love the industry. I love being Me a part too. of this. It's really a blast to get the patients in and really, you know, customize a treatment plan that's going to knock it out of the park for them. Absolutely, yes. I love I love hearing the story and why we're why we're doing it and and seeing them get excited about their appearance. Absolutely, and it really is. It really is. Every age we see people, you know, just come in and really leave the clinic super happy with their results. And they don't look crazy. They look natural. They They look look beautiful. And their skin's healthy. And that makes us all feel good. It does. It does. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. We at Premier Aesthetics want to work with you and reach your own personal goals with you. 
We want to start early if possible and help you slow the aging process, not prevent it entirely. Regardless of your age, we want to help you achieve a more rejuvenated you that looks very natural. We want all your friends to think you look amazing by giving you a refreshed, healthy look. And maybe they can't even figure out exactly what you've done, which is, (laughs) that means we've done a good job, I think. Yes. Yeah. And here's the thing. No one starts this process at the same place and there's no one treatment plan that fits everyone. So no matter where you start, we've got you. We have all the tools and all the highly skilled providers to help you keep looking youthful and feeling beautiful and really being confident at any age. So thank you, Kara, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's an amazing place to work, so I'm so grateful. Well, I'm thankful to have you. You are well-loved and adored by all. And listeners, thank you so much for joining us.